0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, what up? Another episode of Believe in RU. It is Penn State week, a huge week because we have the main battle, Rutgers versus Penn State, obviously. But then this battle trickles down to many different areas, recruiting, for example, being one of them. Ryan, what do we think of this game coming up?
1: Well, to start off, not even just going on in the Penn State game. Um, as Rutgers fans, we really aren't fans of Penn State in general. so this is not just a game in terms of trying to keep our five hundred season alive. It's a game in trying to you know have that edge when it comes to our Penn State friends saying that we beat them for a year so this is a huge battle on the field too. Penn State's one and five. Rutgers is two and four. Penn State is notorious for coming into the state of Rutgers and gab- grabbing our guys. So this is an enormous game for the future of the Big Ten. There's a, James Franklin has been reportedly on the hot seat, starting one and five. So this is a really really big game in a variety of ways, and I honestly can't wait to see this. This is one honestly one of the biggest games. In Rucker, for Rutgers in recent memory, not just because of them trying to be 4-4 four and four to finish off the season, but because of the implication it has for years to come in the Big Ten.
0: Yeah, and we talk about Rutgers versus Penn State, and it's very important to us, obviously, but let's make no mistake about it. Coach Ciano said it best. We are not Penn State's rival. We don't have a rival in the Big Ten yet. I think this is an opportunity to start to create that, because of the natural geographic rivalry between the two schools. Um, but on the football field, we need to we need to beat them. We haven't beat them since being in the big 10. and I think it would really go a long way if we could finally figure out who our rival is going to be in this conference. Um, I would lead towards you know being the history of our games. I would say Maryland is more of a rival for us than Penn State. Um, just having the history of the close games. Uh, but it would be really cool if we could get a Rutgers Penn State football rivalry going on. But in order for it to be a rivalry, it's got to go back and forth.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm completely with you there. I mean, if you just go by pure football standards, Maryland and Rutgers are much more similar than uh, Penn State and Rutgers. Um, going back to lacrosse, you know, there's the Friendship Cup between Rutgers and Penn State. So this, so theoretically, this could become a rivalry game, at least a more popular rivalry game because I. There was a ton of people from New Jersey that ended up at Penn State, and it's just it's a, it's a very, very contested matchup. Um, I think that we, we don't have a rival in the Big Ten, and I think that this game is a stepping stone for us to potentially have a rival, but we really have to take care of us. We can't make this game bigger than what it is, another football game, but there are you know those implications that we've talked about, and that's why this game becomes so interesting.
0: Yeah, and we're, we're talking just football rival, right? I think when you look at a lot of other sports, um, especially when it comes to Penn State, you know, wrestling and Rutgers, big rivalry. Um, women's soccer, they got a big rivalry with them. Um, lacrosse, depending on the year, it's a big rivalry. Um, I think basketball, as both teams continue to rise, it's going to become even more of a rivalry. Um, so we're, we're talking football, and I do think that this is very similar to the Michigan game where there's a lot of uncertainty in Penn State's program, just like Michigan. And there is certainty at Rutgers. It's not, hey, we're going to be a national championship winner in the next year or two, like maybe Michigan and Penn State's expectations are. But it's, hey, Coach Chiano is here and we are building something special and the opportunity and the potential is limitless. Come be a part of this. Whereas when those other two teams come in, especially Penn state um, for this week comes in and say, why would you go to Rutgers when it comes to recruiting? Well, this is where Coachiano says, well, Hey, I'm going to be here for a while. And then you hate to talk uh, about another guy's job, which I'm going to refrain from, from talking about, because I just don't like to do that. But yeah, James Franklin per reports is certainly not certain to be back at Penn state next year. However, I think he has earned the right to be back at Penn State next year. I don't think it should even be a conversation. I think he's done a phenomenal job over at Penn State. He's been there six or seven years. They're the only team in the side of the Big Ten East besides Ohio State to win a Big Ten championship. I'm pretty sure they're the only team since Michigan State in 2016 or 15. I think 15, 15. 15. Yeah. Besides them, and Ohio state to win a big 10 championship in the last five years. So James Franklin, I, I think he's safe. I think he should, should be safe. I don't think, um, I don't think that that's what should happen. However, from a recruiting perspective, that uncertainty and that speculation that media members have created I think Rutgers can really take advantage of that, especially if we get the win on Saturday.
1: Well, yeah, I completely agree. James Franklin definitely has proven himself to be a really good coach. If you look at the success he had at Vanderbilt compared to where that program is now, Program just fired Derek Mason in seven seasons. He went ten and forty six. So you just see that this guy can really rebuild programs. He has come in New Jersey and picked to- some of our top guys. You know, most recently, I know he transferred to Penn State, but Justin Shorter, who was from New Bruns who was from the New Brunswick area, he went to Penn State. He was a five star guy. So he comes into New Jersey and he picks up those types of guys. But stole it-
0: Saquon Barkley from us when he was committed. To
1: you are right about that. People did fun Ruck, fact.
0: Rutgers fans don't even know that we had Saquon Barkley committed. We had Jonathan Taylor committed. Um, he went to Wisconsin, not Penn State, but still. Um,
1: yep, there's a ton. of There's a ton of talent in New Jersey. We just gotta really keep those guys in there, and I think that's what Shiano wants to do. That's why this game is really, really important. The more really uncertainty is about James, Fair, I think that he has job security. You know, no matter what their record is, due to the COVID situation, he should.
0: Or he should. He should. I don't think he... He doesn't because of the nature of the profession. Actually, I'm not saying he doesn't, but the nature of the profession says he probably... There's The door is open, which I don't think it should be. James Franklin and Coach Chiano should be a rivalry. Uh, their, their team should be a rivalry. Uh, hopefully, if we can... We've taken a lot of punches from Penn State. Hopefully, we can finally, with Coach Chiano back, start to punch them back and say, get the hell out of our state and stop taking our kids.
1: Well... Well, I think it's not just more just the record thing because I think that he's shown that he should have job security with the COVID season. I think that all coaches should probably get a, get a you know mulligan on this season just because of the uncertainty of everything. But James Franklin, there's been rumors of him potentially going to Texas because Tom Herman might be Herman might be let go. The AD in Texas really likes him, but also there's a scandal going on where a, a, a potentially uh, James Franklin uh, covered up a stabbing from teammate to teammate. And that is really where the controversy sets in. So this is a really big game for him potentially, you know, you know, bring it, if he doesn't win this game, you know, Rutgers has not re- has been a dog in the Big Ten for the last couple years. If he doesn't win this game, that adds extra pressure. So I don't think it's just more of just a uh, pure coaching uh, perspective, but it's just a whole program perspective. And, you know, there is certainty with Greg Shiano. He's going to be here for the long haul, and you can see what he's done. And it's a really, really big game. It's a really big game.
0: Now let's talk about the specifics of that game. Uh, I think this is a game where if Noah Vegrell can go and he can compete at a high level, Coach Gianna already said he's going to play. Um, however, I think this is a situation where we can still have a really good performance if Noah Vegrell doesn't play. And I think part of that is because this is a good matchup for Art Sitkowski. Um, Penn State had three corners, Um Penn State had three corners last game. It was really tough for them. They're getting some more depth back this week, but they're still a little short handed in that secondary. They're having guys um, who are safeties play corner. And usually when you the reason why a guy is playing safety and not corner is because he can't cover that well. Or at, he can't cover as well as the guys who play corner. So I think this is a game where we can really have success throwing the ball. Um, however, we've seen that we can't just throw the ball all over the yard without establishing the run first. So uh, I think this will be a pretty intriguing, interesting matchup. And then when you look at Penn State offensively, uh, their offensive coordinator from Minnesota, from Western Michigan, Kirk Shiraka, former Rutgers offensive coordinator, he's a tremendous offensive mind. And I think that the longer the weeks go on, this is going to be the seventh game, the more comfortable their players get in his offense and I think that this could be a matchup that, you know, on the other side of it, could be a little tough for Rutgers considering that Kirk offense is going back to his time in Minnesota. Uh, they do a lot better when you can establish that run, and Penn State is starting to run the ball a lot better. And Rutgers has not stopped the run that well going back to let's looking at it as a whole. We haven't stopped the run as well as we would like. So unfortunately, if Penn State can can get that run going, then Coach Rock is going to pick us apart, which not good, man.
1: Well, if you look at just Penn State as a general, two of, their, two of their best players weren't able to play the season. One, Journey Brown, their star running back, had to medically retire. And then Micah Parsons, who's going to be a top-ten pick in the NFL draft, their stud linebacker, opted out due to COVID. So the, if you look at their record, they were 1-5. The, they had early-season struggles trying to replace, replace those people. But – They've been in a lot of close games, like most notably the first game of the season. They were, you know, the top fifteen in the country. They came, they went to Indiana, they went to Bloomington, and they lost on a last-second two-point conversion, which you know, from some angles looked like a two-point conversion, some angles it didn't. So that was a really, really that was a really t- close game. They lost. They lost a close, tough game um, to to Ohio State. And Ohio State's, you know, considered one of the best teams in the country, and then. They just beat Michigan at the big house last week. So this is a good team. They definitely have talent. You know, they had some early season struggles. But like you said, if we can't stop the run, we're going to be really, really screwed because I know that they replaced Sean Clifford and their offense has looked better. So it's a really, really intriguing matchup. And, you know, it really comes down to if it really comes down to how Rutgers plays and how, you know, the quarterbacks play.
0: Yeah, Sean Clifford is second in the Big Ten when it comes to passing yards, so they they can move the ball. And this Rutgers defense, as good as they were in the second half against Purdue, has not been great the last couple of games. So I think the key is going to be this defensive performance because I think the offense is showing to surprisingly be the strength of this team as of late. Early on it was the defense. Now it's the offense. Now I think if we can get a complete performance from both of them, um, it's going to be a big Rutgers win in a big situation. And also go back to Penn State. Yeah, one in five. But now my belief is it's not one play. It's not a couple plays. Uh, It comes down to the whole game. Like There there could be a play in the first or second quarter um, in a game where you don't win because of a, a play you don't make in the fourth quarter. Um, so I believe it's a combination of a lot of things. However, when you do make those big plays in big moments, that's also the difference between winning and losing. And when you look at Penn State, they just haven't been able to make those plays. when it be Indiana getting the two-point conversion on them in week one or a couple other of these situations? They haven't been able to make those plays and if they had been we would be looking at a very different team i mean i remember the year that penn state won the big 10 championship they were making those big plays and they were cu- they were winning those 50-50 balls they were they were making those fourth down stops and it's the same with any team so you got to look at the tape and the tape shows me this is a good team um but the tape also shows me that rutgers is a really good team um so This is going to be an interesting game. And I wonder, like, I wonder what is going to be the difference in this game. Is it going to be Rutgers defense stopping the run? Or is it going to be the secondary stepping up? What do you think, Ry?
1: Yeah, it's really, really tough. But I think that. Honestly, if you just look in total – in the totality of just offensive football in general, if you don't stop the run, right, if you – if an offense can run on you, that opens up the passing lanes, right? So if we can stop the run, it's probably going to stop the Penn State passing game because their the passing game hasn't been as good. But if we let those runs go in – the passing game is gonna be really, really tough. And we're gonna gamble on some things and we might let up some big plays. So probably another thing that is is not talked about as enough is probably special teams. Special teams one third of the game. So we gotta make sure that if we, you know, get stalled on offense, because there's a pretty good chance that we will, even though that we've been playing great. We gotta be able to flip the field with Adam Korsek because he's one of the best punters in the country. And also, Aaron crookshank has gotta be a factor in their turning game. He was a factor in the Purdue game, which made, hit, which made us such a, such a better overall team. So that is another big X factor in this game. And probably another thing for us Rutgers offensively is that we got to be able to run the ball. We got to be able to run the ball a little bit so we can help out the passing game, because if we can't run at all, it's going to be similar to what the Ohio state game was where we're not going to be able, people aren't going to be necessarily open. So if we can run and we can open up those passes and, and, um, coach Gleason can be creative in the passing game and open up those passing lanes. I think that we can have definitely some big plays. So all those little things really have to come into play.
0: What scares me this game is last year. Um, When Penn State's OC was at Minnesota, they gained like a super, they had, Minnesota had like an amazing reputation for being lethal, like absolutely awesome at running RPOs. And we have seen this Rutgers defense. I've been saying it for basically the whole season, dude. We struggle against RPOs.
1: Yeah, I think I I mean I'm with you there. I think a lot of teams do struggle with RPOs because you know, it got that run or pass option like it's just really really tough to contain, but we're really ba- but like we're bad at limiting like the effectiveness of them. So like if we have a bad RPO, it's going to go for a huge game as opposed to other teams that might screw up a little bit, it won't go for as big of a gain. So that's another thing. Like that our man coverage, I know we're going to take gambles, has to be, you know, it's like got to be what like white on rice. Like we got to be on our guys because if we get sucked down, it's going to be a long day.
0: Yeah, because it's it's because we're so aggressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even like the the corners like are just like like you saw the long touchdown against Minnesota. Uh, excuse me, the long touchdown against Michigan State, week one. That's just a corner eyes in the backfield in the RPO pulling it, throwing it like he's got to beat a safety who's on the hash. Like that's an impossible tackle to make. And then against Michigan, they started to run those RPOs a little bit, and it was kind of the same thing. Like corners flying up. And Rutgers likes to play those two safeties. If those corners are flying up, like, there's no one else to, like, that's big play city.
1: Mhm. It It is. I mean, I love how aggressive we are. I mean, I'd rather be overly aggressive and, you know, we give us some big plays than, you know, just sit back and let us, you know, nickel and dime us apart. So we got it like. But as a
0: corner, d- Ryan, yeah. as a corner, Ryan, do you need to be the as aggressive as we are? I mean, no. I love the no. menta- I love the mentality, but you're also like, yeah. Far away from the ball, like wait until you see the ball in his belly and go get him.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you're if you're man to man, I mean, if you if you're zone, you can definitely take more chances of looking in the backfield. But if you're you're man to man, you got to be on your guy because if you look in the backfield and a guy runs a streak, you're done. It's going to be a big play and a touchdown. So we, I think they're probably going to stress in practice that we get just got to be ready for all that RPO stuff. We got to be able to stick on our guys because if we don't, then we're going to give them those big plays, and then we're going to be screwed.
0: The piece of the game is we have to stop the run, but we also can't be so aggressive that when they run their RPOs, they get big plays defensively. Offensively, I think we have to attack this secondary. I think we have to take advantage of their lack of depth and go get this secondary, but I don't think we attack them in a way where we're not, where we're abandoning the run game.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I know you mentioned their uh, lack of defensive backs the last couple games. So we gotta be able to run the ball though. Like I like every time Rutgers is decently running the ball, we we have a very good chance of winning. So we gotta be able to run the ball to set up the pass. That's how that's how the offense gets started. Um, we gotta make sure that we get the ball to our playmakers. Obviously, Bo Mellon, Shameen Jones and uh, Aaron Crookshank have been dynamite this season. Isaiah Pacheco, don't sleep on him. I love him. I think that if we get him the ball, he could potentially have a big game. So, and then we gotta be, we gotta be, we gotta be able to flip the field on special teams. Like Ab Corsack has to, you know, be one of the best punters in the country, and he has to, um, he has to be able to flip the field, and we gotta be able to get return yards on kickoffs because those are extremely good uh, energy boosters.
0: Now, Johnny Langen, we used him probably way more than we had been using him last game. Um, he probably, what do you think? He probably had thirty to forty plays last game.
1: He had a, he had a lot. I mean, he had 21 fl- carries, 30, and he plays. also threw the ball for. Yeah, he also threw the ball five yeah, times. Yeah, he probably so we're yeah, using he, him a
0: ton. So he, he, so he was probably in the game 30 to 40 plays. Um, if Noah Vedral does not play, um, I think we can't get carried away with Johnny Langen. Um, if it's not working, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I completely agree.
0: I I think. We can't get too carried away with him because I think the matchup probably favors Artzakowski with his ability to throw the ball.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I do like Johnny Lang, and he really worked for us well at the Purdue game. But you know, sometimes you know that wildcat
0: stuff. I mean, obviously he's uh, he can. He's, well, when you he, whoa, whoa, don't get me wrong, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. don't get me wrong. When you get into the red zone and in and in opponent's territory and short yardage. There's always going to be a place for him mm-hmm. in an expanded role. But I'm saying, like, like I don't know if we, sh- like, depending on Noah Vegrell's health, I don't think, you know, I don't think Johnny Langan should have whole series where, where he's in the game on third and long. Does that make sense?
1: You know, 100%. He's he's definitely more of a short short yardage guy. If it's like third and five or shorter, but like once we get into like third and tens, like he's probably not our best option. It's probably more Arternovedral. So I agree with you. We I, we just gotta mix it up. I think Coach Gleason's gonna do a very good job of you know knowing when to use which quarterback, and I I trust him. So I mean he's really proved that he's really proved to me that he's a very capable offensive mind. And with this Rutgers team, there's been a ton of success. So he's gonna put the guys in the right positions. But I think that I. I do agree with you that we can't get carried away with yeah attack. coach gleason's
0: a baller bro and johnny lang a baller i'm not saying that um i'm just mm. i'm just saying that because matchups and you know that's really what sports are matchups mm-hmm.
1: it's all i mean every single sport every single
0: sport yeah you look at sports you look at sports man it's really all matchups so um but who knows i could be wrong so um Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week uh, to review Penn State, and uh, we'll talk hoops, Rutgers taking on Cuse. Subscribe, check us out on IG, check us out on Twitter. Email us at believeinru at gmail.com, and uh, talk soon. Peace. Hey, you made it to the end, or I'm just talking to myself and Ryan.
1: You stay classy, Piscataway.